0: Internships are one of the most important parts of getting established in the sports industry, but so many people mess them up. I'm gonna give you some real life experiences, some great stories, and some actionable advice to make sure when you have a sports internship, you absolutely crush it. This is the Work in Sports Podcast. Here's VP of Content and Engage Learning at workinsports.com, Brian Clapp. Last week, I got the chance to speak in two of my absolutely fantastic favorite classrooms. I speak in a lot of college classrooms throughout each semester. Two of my favorites, Arizona State University, University of Missouri-St. Louis. Doesn't mean I don't like the other ones. I love all y'all, all all you professors that ask me into your classroom. I love coming and speaking to your class, but I really like going to the Arizona State class with Ed Olson, who is an adjunct professor there and runs Line Drive Sports Marketing in Phoenix because their students are really engaged. They ask, a lot of good questions. And that makes me feel better than just showing up and lecturing. I like it when questions are asked. I want to help in the direction that people need it. Same thing at University of Missouri, St. Louis, Dr. Karen Baleska has been having me in her classroom for four or five years now. uh, And she always forces her students to have a lot of good questions. And so with that said, today's question comes from one of the students in those classrooms. It comes from Matthias at the University of Missouri, St. Louis. Internships are a big topic on your podcast. From your near decades of experience in executive and management level positions, seeing interns come and go through your offices, what are some anecdotes and qualities of the best and worst interns who have worked for you? Whose mistakes or triumphs can we learn from? Matthias, I love the way you put this because you're putting your desire to learn on display here. You're asking whose mistakes or triumphs can I learn from? And I think that's such an important way to go about this. If you listen to last week's Wednesday podcast, we talked about emotional intelligence and self-awareness. And while that seems like a squishy concept concept to a lot of people, that is what people hiring look for. They're trying to identify people who have self-awareness and are emotionally intelligent because those are the most likely to succeed on the job. So... Let's get into this. What makes a winning and failing sports internship experience? I'm going to share my thoughts through some real life stories. You asked me for some of the anecdotes over my, over my career. So I am going to share some of these. They fit into various categories. They're great advice for all of you because I've seen these happen on a lot of scales and I'll give you things you should do as well. So let's start out with the first one. Every sports internship is such an opportunity for you to prove yourself within that organization. One of the hardest things in hiring staff is identifying candidates and knowing how they'll project as workers. So if I don't have any experience with you, I've never met you. I've never known anything other than your resume and our couple of interviews. I'm still nervous after hiring you because I have no actual work experience with you. As an intern, you get that. You get to prove yourself every day on the job and not enough people leverage that when they're in the internship process. I have had So many interns that come in as know-it-alls. And this is the main problem of this first scenario. Actually, allow me to correct you. I happen happen to be an expert on this subject. Come in as know-it-alls when you try to instruct or coach or give insight on how to do something. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. I got that. I know that. Yeah, yeah. I knew that already. It's like, no, you don't. There's no way you possibly could. And you're here to be a sponge. You're here to listen and ask clarifying questions not shut somebody off as a know-it-all. That is the surefire way to really upset an intern manager or a hiring manager is when you don't seem receptive to advice, to training, to feedback. If you're immediately putting up walls like I know this, oh yeah, yeah, I I know it, I know it, I know it. If you're a know-it-all, that shuts off that process right away. We want to get to know you as part of this internship and see if you're a good fit for us moving forward. And that's not a good fit. Now, Being a know-it-all has a lot of negative consequences, but I'll also share one thing that I've picked up on this. A lot of people who are know-it-alls, they're kind of frauds. Some people act as know-it-alls to cover up the fact that they really don't know what they're doing and they feel really vulnerable and they feel really worried. They're worried that everybody else knows more. They're worried that they're looked upon already as not being good enough. So their instant reaction is a defensive posture and to say, oh yeah, 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 I got this, I got this. Don't worry, I got it. When they really don't. Got it! And so they're kind of faking it till they make it. And I'm telling you right now, you are in that period of your life where it's okay not to know things. It's okay as an intern not to be fully baked. You don't know everything. Be open to learning. Coachability is so important in this phase. And being somebody that people like working with, if you can't present that in your everyday during an internship, you are going to be pushed aside. Okay, number two, sports internships are a proving ground. I wanna see if you can do this job well. But I'm telling you, something that happens a lot is laziness. You're a lazy- People who come in and they're checking the box. They have to do an internship to graduate. So they're showing up. They're here, they're fulfilling the requirements, but they're not really taking advantage of the opportunity. I simply am not there. Guess what? When you are lazy, when you are sloth-like, you will not get an opportunity to that organization because they are filing this away. And you've just X'd that out of your potential workplaces. If you don't show up in the first couple of months and establish your brand, and I tell you all the time, your brand is something you have to guard because the sports industry is small. So I'll give an example. Somebody's working at a local college or university And you decide to do an internship there and you do kind of a half-baked job. And then next thing you know, they're promoted to athletic director or senior athletic director or somewhere at a big big, uh, division one school. And they know all these different people and they've worked with this group and that group. And then your brand is out there amongst all those people. You need to take these opportunities seriously in those first two months of an internship, you are doing everything that is asked to the best of your ability in the most refined manner you can. You're not rushing through things, but you're doing them at a good pace and delivering good results. Okay, number three. Oh, this is a hard one to tell. I've shared this story a lot, maybe not on this show, but I mean it's still one of those moments I look back on, I just shake my head. So I was the news director at Fox Sports Northwest. You guys have heard me say that before. I don't need to always throw my resume out there. I get it, but I'm giving you context for the story. Okay, so I'm the news director and we hire the interns and I liked to meet the interns on the first day. I wanted to establish who I was, to open up my door, to let them know what the program was like. I tried to have meetings with the interns when they started to kind of set the stage, but also let them know like, this is how we work. We like to establish processes. We like to have things that are uniform and consistent so that there doesn't become bias in our workflows. Like this person that comes in, I like them. They look nice. They're going to go out with a reporter or an anchor to the Mariners game today. And then this person over here, they don't look as nice. I don't like them. They're going to do some menial task. No. So we had a system. And on the first day on the job at an intern, as an intern, we would have them label tapes for the production that night. So when you have a show like ours, it was a, half an hour, an hour long show. You have a lot of digital files now, but back then there were a lot of tapes that would be that would be created. Every game, every tease, every open, every package story, every interview, every soundbite, you would have 30 or 40 tapes for each night. I have an intern starting one night. We give them this rundown. I introduce myself. Then I give the first assignment and I give them why too. I'm not just saying do this thing. I'm giving why. This is so you're going to start to understand the enormity of what we do. We build from here. And the person really literally looked at me and said, nah, I'm not doing that. Nope. I, nope. 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 What? <laughs> Real? You're not? Uh, why? And he basically said, I have other visions for myself. I have things that I want to become and I want to go out with the reporters and the anchors to a game because they wanted to be a reporter and anchor, I guess. I don't know for sure because they didn't last in the building. I asked them to leave. Their internship was over. So now, yeah, sure. They didn't get college credit. Fine. They can probably go get that somewhere else. But what a missed opportunity. They were working as an intern in one of the largest markets in the nation would have that on their resume that they could brag about and have these incredible experiences that they could get if they made the right first impression and lived up to the tasks that were given to them. They chose not to. That wasn't important to them. They didn't want to play by those rules. They wanted to build their own. Sorry. Sorry. You don't have the leverage here. You're going to do the tasks that are asked of you. Then you're going to earn additional responsibilities. You have to frame your mind around that. When you go to an intern, your job is to be receptive, to be the yes man, to do everything that's asked of you. Yes person, yes woman, whoever. And that person saw their way to the door, which is too bad. I feel bad about it. Number four, again, experiences that I have had with interns, real life stories. So working in the sports broadcasting world, you often work late nights. In the sports world, you often work late nights. It happens. Events happen at night. And there will be times where the team and the group says, let's go out for a couple of drinks afterwards. Because you're energized. You're feeling it. Like you've just had an intense day that you've been going through. And now it's over and you're feeling good. And you want to go out and, have, and continue the party a little bit. That's totally fine. That is acceptable. We always used to make sure we would invite the interns to come along with us. I would always try to help out a little bit because I know the interns don't have a, little, a lot of money. And there, there was a night where one of the interns drank too much. And one of the interns started challenging our anchor to a race out in the parking lot. Dave. I kid you not, this happened. I'm going to race him. Oh, come on, man. Let's go race. I'll show you. What, are you afraid of me? What, you don't think I'm this? You don't, oh, you can't keep up with me. Sometimes you got to race. I don't know. It was quite possibly the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen in my life. But it's not the only time that I've seen interns start to get out of control in these opportunities. You start to think things are getting completely personal rather than professional. I'm sorry, your brand is still being represented. You still have to be mature. You can still fit on the same plane as everybody else. But remember, they're the paid employees and the staffers. You are not yet. You're still trying to earn that opportunity. So you have to be under control and respectful. And I'm not saying you can't have a drink with everybody and have a good time, but you got to be able to control it. Advanced tip on this as well. Do not be the intern who tries to buy your boss a drink. You don't need to do that. It's uncomfortable. It does not help things. It's kind of cheesy and they know you don't have any money and they do. So don't, don't do that. Like that is not the way to engage with somebody. Have a meaningful conversation with them, sure. Also realize after hours, you might not want to start asking them questions about your resume, but have fun, interact, be a little bit personable, but don't, don't try buying them a drink. That is not a way to endear yourself to anybody. It just makes things really awkward. Okay, next one. When you are working in the sports industry or interning in the sports industry, you are no longer a fan. Yes, there will be some cheering in the press. Well, there won't be any cheering in the press box. But if you're in a newsroom or you're in a marketing firm or you're wherever, you might celebrate successes. I get that. But that does not mean that you show up to work wearing a jersey or being completely unprofessional in your approach to things. You can make things uncomfortable really fast if you treat the work environment like a sports bar. This is one of your first experiences in the sports world. You have to see how others are behaving and mirror that, but take it down a couple notches from that. One person that starts to joke around with an executive doesn't mean you get to do that. It might mean they have a different relationship. So don't think that you're in a sports bar because you're working or interning in the sports industry. Again, seen this happen a lot, very uncomfortable. Next one, there are jerks in every workplace. There are jerks out there that try to blame things on interns or that will try to almost haze a little bit with interns. It's ridiculous. It's stupid. It happens. This is where you have to focus on being the better person. As an intern, you're unproven. It does no good to engage with somebody in a verbal sparring. Keeping your cool is a skill. Those of us that are in management positions will always handle that. Somebody will likely bring it to us and we'll try to handle that as well. You are not to engage with that person. It sucks but it will happen. Just be ready to handle it. Last one. Personal story. This is not when I was an intern. This was when I was an early level employee, but I have identified this and can say like, this was a big mistake. It was kind of envy, I guess you could say. So when I was first starting out, one of the tasks that we were often assigned with was um, running the teleprompter on some of our programs. So I did not like running teleprompter. I thought it was a fool's errand. I thought it was boring. It would kind of make me dizzy, too, not to be lame, but it really kind of would you're you're turning a dial and the words are going by quickly so somebody else can read them. I, I really thought it was dumb. And so I was kind of envious. Somebody else was I was doing the lead story that night, they're editing the highlights for that lead story that night. I like to do those games. I like to be involved in the most important stuff. I wanted to achieve, achieve, achieve. And I was envious of that other person. I was so envious of them that I was distracted on the task that I needed to do. I didn't do a good job running the teleprompter. You know what happened? The anchors got mad because I was doing a sloppy job. The show didn't look as good because I was doing a sloppy job. My boss came to me and said, I put you on this because I trusted you. And you betrayed me. We got this new show we're launching and it just came off terribly because we couldn't run the damn teleprompter. You stay classy, San Diego. I'm Ron Burgundy. And he was mad. My boss had a chance. He'd get really mad and his face would get really red. And then I'd feel like I'm going to go hide over here and I don't know if I have a job tomorrow. That was one of the best learning moments I've ever had in my career. I said it already, I'll stress it again. Your job is to do every task you can to the best of your ability because that will become your brand. That is your brand every day, every day, every day. And my, in that moment, weakness was that I wanted to be doing something else. So I wasn't focused and it affected our job. It affected our product It affected our business. That's how thin these margins are sometimes. We're all important, interns, entry-level employees, et cetera. You don't need to be doing the top thing every night. You don't also, also, you don't know why something is being given to you. In this case, they were saying, we trusted you on this because you've done such a great job up to this point. This was not earned responsibility, whether you like it or not. This was important to us. I thought it wasn't. I made my own choices and they were the wrong ones. But let me tell you, I learned something from it. So, Matthias the best thing you can do is focus on being smart, making smart choices, performing, and behaving. I'm serious, because those are all tendencies to not happen in internship programs. I see it all the time. All right, that was a very thorough breakdown, I feel. So a lot of actionable advice you can take from that. That's always our goal, is to give you as much actionable advice as you can so that you can go out there and perform your best. Thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure you tune in on Wednesday. We do this twice a week. Tune in all the time. Share with friends. Rate, review. That's what we need to keep growing. Thank you for being here.